Hello there, this is the Wired to Love podcast. We are discussing Father Martin Connor's book, Reclaiming Love, Connecting the Head and the Heart. Join the conversation about love, healing, and relationships. All human beings have the desire to love and to be loved. It is written into our very being. Yet, human loves seek satisfaction. This desire is not satisfied with mere physical connection, as our culture so often seems to tell us. Deep down, all of me wants to love and be loved. Genuine human love demands human connection, and this human connection leads ultimately to divine connection. Wired to Love is a rally call to challenge today's distorted view of love by letting human experience speak for itself. This is Father Martin Connor. Join me now as I take the Wired for Love podcast on the road. Hello there, Father Martin Connor here with the Wired to Love podcast. So good, good evening to everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I want to just welcome again Christine Lacayo, who's been with us before. Christine, how are you doing? Hi. I'm great. Thank you for having me, Father. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast. And uh, we talked uh, before about boundaries, and now we're, we've moved into the theme of love as desire, which um, I reflect on in my book, Reclaiming Love, uh, as a the next stage of love. As love begins to mature, um, it goes into this stage called love as desire. I want to read just a little piece from the book, and then we're going to talk a little bit about um, that that truth. So this love is desire stage, certain dangers can appear here. Desire can rob men and women of that deeper, more fulfilling love that is discovered only as love matures and it can mask forms of lust in the human heart. If we define the disorder of lust as more taking than giving, the expression of lust will take different forms in men and women. Oftentimes for men, it is expressed in a physical way and for women, it is expressed more emotionally. Lust is not always plain and obvious. Sometimes it is concealed so that it masquerades as love. So, Christine, just uh, remembering that the content of this book really was my interviews over five years with a lot of people, single people, dating people, married people. So what I'm writing here um, is the expression of an experience so can you, in your own experience, in your own kind of history, can you speak to, a little bit to, to what was just read? Yeah, definitely. I definitely recently had a little bit of experience with that myself, um, just with my first time dating uh, a believer in this recent past year and <clears throat> completely falling in love and inf- more infatuation with this person at the very beginning. A lot of like the love bombing happened, mm. me thinking that, oh, this was love, this was was unraveling so beautifully you know we were starting to go to church together and we would pray together and yes all of those things were were beautiful but i was missing the fact i was missing a lot of like the red the red flag mm, like the cues of, 
the cues mm. that a lot of on the people on the outside, like my family and friends, close friends, were trying to cue me into. Interesting. That I was like, no, no, Interesting. No, like they're just being overprotective. Right. But um, but yeah, I think when you're in it and you're infatuated, you start to lose that sort of like sensitivity to that. And so, so it becomes very subjective, and you lose subjective. a little objectivity. Right. Exactly. And how how were you brought back, or how was that kind of how was that clarity of mind brought to your attention when you couldn't see it? Can you? Talk a little bit like to that. The and yeah, yeah. How how did that all happen? They 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 well, would come to you yeah, or you know. like I'd tell them, oh, he told me this, and they'd be like, oh, Christine, that's, that's like way too soon. Like you guys got to take it slow. You just started dating, and I'd be like, oh, well, we've been friends for seven years, but you know, friends in different states, and yeah, different countries. So it's right. not like I actually knew the person. Okay. And I thought I really did know him from you know heart to heart, and so over time, over the you know four or five months we were together. It was a very short-term relationship because I quickly realized, oh, this is actually toxic. But over those months, I realized, I, I started to really actually know him and started to really actually see his wounds and him too, I, I, him with, with me as well. You know, I'm not perfect. I also have my wounds. And so we started to actually learn more about our love languages and our wounds. Mm. And that clarity only comes with actually knowing that person. Right. Really getting to right. know that person and right. not being like, and not falling in for the love, falling into those, um, those typical like love bombing, you know, uh, messages. Right, right. Like it's it's this. I'll do anything and yeah. everything for you. I want to marry you, and you, I I want you to have my children, and this and that. And it's like, wait, but we don't even know what that means yet. Like, yeah. What, what type of marriage would yeah. we have? Like, how would we live a life together? Right. We don't even know each other yet. So those were like the course that for me it was like a eye opening experience to be like I actually really need to take it slow with the next person I date and mm-hmm. really get to know them mm-hmm. for who they are, mm-hmm. have, be a friend with them. And um, and I actually, this when you were reading that, it reminded me, I love um, when I find correlations with other religions and core central concepts like this. And so I recently read a book called um, The, what was it called? By the Dalai Lama on the art of loving or the art of living. It was mm. one of those, art of loving or living. Okay. And he talks about this on two types of relationships with sexual attraction, purely based on sexual desire. And the motive behind this is basically that temporary satisfaction, you know, that immediate, immediate grat- gratification that you get, um, where you treat each other sort of like as objects. And then the other one, and the other, so the physical um, attraction is it's just like, you know, it's, it's just, simple gratification but then there's also that other attraction once you like you're married and you have marriage and get to know that person that um it starts to unravel as like you really knowing that person and that underlying respect and dignity that you have dignity that you have for that other person um and in order to find that you're actually forced to spend time with that person Mm, really get to know that person so again it always goes back to the same kind of viewpoint and for me i would much rather love to have that second type of relationship not the first where you're just objects to each other right it's interesting christine you brought up really an important point there uh about let's just call it verbal boundaries verbal Mm -hmm. right you're in an intense emotional moment of this love bombing at the beginning you're really getting to know this person you really like them and and there are certain um respectful ways of interacting with the person Mm -hmm. right but I, th- we've got to be really careful of expressing things that don't reflect where the relationship is, mm-hmm. i.e., I want to have your children. I want to marry you now. Well, we've only been dating like four weeks. So I think it's imp- that those verbal boundaries right. are also a sign of respect. Right. No? Yeah, and I didn't see that. My sister would tell me that all the time. She's like, wait, why is he saying that? And I'm, I didn't understand that until now. I'm like, wait, you're right. That is a sign of respect. That is like... 
no letting that other person know okay i see you where you are i know you're not there yet i mean i shouldn't be there yet either or whatever you know you yeah. talk about it and you respect each other's timeline in a relationship right right i think that's uh that's that's excellent well great i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that uh, christine because uh that's a lot to chew on mm-hmm. and we appreciate very much your presence here and your input so thanks again and we'll have you back on the show again thank you so much father appreciate take, it take care now Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wired to Love podcast. We are diving into Father Martin Connor's book, Reclaiming Love, Connecting the Head and the Heart. Get your own copy on Amazon or any other major retailer. Our happiness depends on our reclaiming love and our relationships with God, with ourselves, and with others. Please consider supporting the work of Wired to Love by going to patreon.com slash wired to love. Love to hear from you. Send a voice note to Wired to Love by going to anchor.fm slash Wired to Love. Just click on the message icon or email us at reclaiminglovepodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you tell us your first name and location. You may hear your question or comment in the next episode of Wired to Love. Thank you.